Welcome back to the Premier League project and more importantly the, the final episode of the Premier League predictions. What a, what a season it has been, I must say. And it, and there is there's still games that mean something. There's still games that mean something at the end, which is surprising because you know. But admittedly, the title's over and relegation's over. But I'm I'm talking about the top four, and because I'm talking about the top four, and because he's been on so much this season, I don't usually have the same person on twice Premier League predictions. But I felt it was only right to have Mark on. Mm, thanks for having me on, as always, Scott. As always. Yeah. No, as I said, I, I, yes, I don't. I usually only try to get one person on, but it oh, just seems your team, especially, are so sort of involved in, what's in the proceedings of the last day. So is this your last um, project, or are you continuing it over? No, the I'll, I'll continue to. But there's player of the season, player of the years, transfers. What what clubs need to do? In there's there's definitely going to be Euros, more. Yeah. Euros. You won't be short content. And, and me and you, I think, from what we gather, have got a few things lined up as well. Maybe that we might start doing. Mm. So you know, we'll we'll let you know about that if it ever does come into uh, into play, I guess. Anyway, talking about playing, we're playing football at the weekend. All of them on uh, four o'clock, so unfortunately we can't watch back-to-back games like we have all season. However, there's something quite good about them all being at the same time, isn't there, Mark? Especially when the top four is how it is, because mm, it adds to it, doesn't it? Because you've got the situation where, well, considering it's going to be involving my team, really. You've got the situation where I don't know Leicester go one 0 up against Spurs and then and then you sort of there's a and goal the news and, goes to, and and Klopp's now realizing on the touchline that you're one 0 up and he's exactly. not exactly and you get all the fans cheering at the King Power or you get all the fans cheering at Chelsea or whatever you know what I mean it, there's so many different scenarios that can happen so it's going to be really really interesting for the neutral anyway not for me I'll be cacking it all all ninety minutes but I think it's different to another situation here because I do think you go into this underdogs even being honest like. Mm. Bookies wise, everything like that, majority of neutrals. I know that's, that's fans, all right with us. But, that's all right. I, I know, but that's what I mean. So you don't have as much to lose. Do you know like if you're in a position where you, you can throw it away? It's yeah, a bit different. Whereas it's a little bit different though, because we, I, I do agree with that to an extent. If it was to, if it was like if we were like two or three points behind, you know what I mean? Then that, then yeah, but because it's one point separating three teams, I still think there's equal amounts of pressure on every one of us. I, I really oh, do. I don't think it would well, be. Every Leicester. team has to win, don't they? There's no team yeah. that can like, accept a draw. Everyone has to win. Yeah. and I, I That's obviously bearing in mind goals. other teams don't drop points. Because, I mean, technically, every team could lose. And then, <laughs> what would it be? Yeah. Liverpool yeah. and Leicester getting the... No, Liverpool and Chelsea getting the top four. Yeah. That's depending on how much each team lose by and stuff. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's perfectly set up for the neutral. It really is. Because there's not... I mean, any of the three can drop out and any of the... Uh, the two can get in, you know what I mean? It's it's perfectly poised, but it'll be it'll be fascinating to watch it all unfold, especially. What when is it like to drop out on the last day to not get it? Because you had that last season as well. Oh yeah, it's, it's gutting. It really <laughs> is. It's especially last season being fourteen points clear, and um, yeah, it was it was it was gutting. But you could see it coming with less. We would. It was. De- it, it's hard to put it into words because I don't want to sort of make excuses but you could see it coming it, the squad was decimated um the I think right was it on the was, wall wasn't it really the right was on the wall exactly it wasn't over the you know what i mean it wasn't i think you had to go, i think you had to win didn't you as well whereas this time we had to beat united whereas this time yeah just getting a point could be enough yeah going on to the last game then because that's i said that's i'm not say that's first but on my screen that is the first game 
what's happening here then? Because Spurs do have something to play for. It's looking like it's probably going to be Kane's last game. Hmm. Anything can happen, Scott. Anything can happen. I'm not writing off a Spurs win. Uh, I don't think it will be a Spurs win. I think I think I've always sort of said Leicester against Spurs final of the season with the fans back at the King Power. That does seeing make it. Imp- yeah, it does. And seeing the impact the fans made at, at Wembley against Chelsea, they were they were far superior to the Chelsea fans. And that just the hearing the fans singing and, and just I think it's just singing. scared more, especially in the FA Cup final, though. Like realistically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was just great to see, and I think it got us over the line as well in the end. So I think that will make a difference. And Scott, you know about Tottenham. They've just lost three-one to you a couple of weeks ago. They've lost to Aston Villa. Uh, last week they're not a side who really yeah they're not that good they've yeah. got star quality though which is what's worrying in games like like yeah, you don't yeah. play a team with star quality like Kane can literally get a goal out of nowhere Son yeah. get a goal out of nowhere and Don Blake can do exactly. a bit of... we so, have got a decent record against Spurs in the in recent times but we also have conceded you know I think Kane's best team to play against is Leicester he always scores against us um, but having played them already this season under Mourinho I know it's a different prospect they they are get get out of them, you know what I mean? They're not the, the Spurs that they were in the Well, they're the attack. Everyone says in it, their attack is world class. There's no doubt about it. But the defense yeah. is just so bad. I, yeah. I I know we've conceded loads of goals leads up this year, but I think our actual individual defenders, I, I would argue, are better. To be honest, that's how bad that Spurs defense is. You know, what? probably like Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer is worse than any of the four centre halves we have. They've got better fullbacks. Get better fullbacks. Yeah, you could argue Regulon's better than Alioski, although I do think he's had a dip in form. Yeah, Ailing compared to Aurier, though, he's not he's not a battle that's much different, if I'm being honest. I'd, I'd take Ailing, uh, to be honest. Yeah, Aurier is rash. He is rash. But I think um, in terms of centre-offs, Leeds, Leeds to Tottenham, there's probably... Um, Leeds probably edged that. I mean, I don't know about what you think about Joe Roden, but for me, whenever I've seen him, he, he still looks way off it. From He's still way off it. Dyer's obviously Dyer. Um, old viral. Um, he's too old, really, now. Well, that's it? where they need to strengthen, isn't it? They need to yeah. strengthen in defence. But they also. Two or three into the club. So yeah. I've seen them link with um, Bendia in the Championship, which to me, he, although Bendia is a terrific player, <laughs> you've got Deli Ali. They need to get the best out of these players again. Deli Ali is. And Dumbbell as well. Exactly. And. All that money. the way you need, don't you? Not, yeah. not, you don't buy a star player. Well, it'd be also interesting to see. We're going a bit of tangent here, but it will be interesting to see what they do with the uh, the Kane money because I, I do expect him to go to Man City or whoever it will be. I expect him to go. So it'll be interesting to see how they spend that money and what sort of striker they'll bring in because you can't really replace Kane, can you? They, Tottenham, for me, once they lose Kane, which I think they will, I'd be surprised if they didn't. I think they'll struggle to even get in the top eight or nine. Well, I, I think well, the thing is, well, this for me, I know I've said this quite a lot because I'm I'm a big fan of his, but it's it's for me it's, it's the Kane and Son show actually. Like it's Son is another part yeah, of it. As well, yeah, for sure, for sure. But without so if Kane, Kane goes, Son has to go. Like for me, his career's ruined if he stays in at Spurs. He absolutely yeah. has to go as well. And I, I, when I say I'm sure getting the top eight or nine, I nah. do want to put a marker on that and sort of say, depending on the appointment, I think if they bring in. It, essentially, if they bring in Nuno, or if they bring in, um, I don't know, another one that's in the name, sort of, oh, who was it? It might have even been, yeah. I think Nuno, especially Nuno anyway, 
I don't think he would do a good job at Tottenham. I think if they appoint someone like a Gerard, um, I think that the Sporting Lisbon manager's in the running or something. There's a few different names out there anyway. Um, to be honest, I'm not too well versed on who they're, they're looking to appoint, but they need to get that appointment right. They really do. Because Tottenham, for me, they've always been a side, especially in recent times, that play attractive football. And Nuno yeah, won't bring that. That's the thing, it? it's the Spurs way and all. It's yeah. the top way. Well, Nuno's not going to bring that. And I think it, it will only end in one way. And, one way, and that way will probably be Nuno getting <laughs> sacked for either poor results or just the way he plays football. The, fans, it, yeah, the fans have had enough, I think, of that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But no, it'll be interesting to see what happens at Tottenham this summer. There's a big summer ahead for them. And uh, going back to this game, if you're asking me for my prediction, which uh, in such a big game, I don't actually like doing it because it's... You know, yeah, the, the I, I don't mean I hate it, but... Yeah, I don't mind doing Leicester predictions when it's you know early in the season, but for such a big game, I don't want to say anything that could be jinxed or, you know what I mean? Uh <laughs> Two one Leicester, I'm going to say. I'll. I think. I think it's going to be a draw. To be honest, I'd say two all, but a draw. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I do think you will probably take the lead, but then I reckon you might go two one down, and then you might score at the end. Something oh, like that. A very very precise prediction. There. <laughs> I, I would I would back Kane to score. I think I think he will score. I've got a feeling bad about that score as well. We've also, just to sort of put a bit of a spin on it, we've also got um, Johnny Evans missing for that game, which is it is a big blow. Um, but again, Johnny Evans being out, if it, if we switch to a four, which I do hope we do, with Siunchu and Fafana, I do think in a four they're much more suited to that. So I don't think it would be a huge miss. But again, I, I can't see his moving to a four at the back. I think we'll stay at a five. So, Castagne probably will fill in um, at right centre half, which worked in the cup final. So, I'm not going to say, you know, it's a bit, it is a big blow losing Evans, but I do think we'll get over line in that game. Yeah. No, I think I, I, I got too well. I do, I do, like I said, I think Kane will leave. So, I think he'll want to score his last game of the season. It makes sense. And Spurs do have something to play for because I think Europa League is a yeah is a worry in it really because the well, I think they've blown it now haven't they? Well, if Arsenal win, there's a situation where they end up in the Europa League. Is it seventh that, Europa League or is it sixth? No, it's just top five and six. West Ham just need to basically get a point against Southampton and they've they've got top top six. So I think that's sort of suited us in a way. The way that it's unfolded with Spurs losing to Villa and West Ham winning last night, it means that really there's not too much to play for. Um, so in a way, it has actually turned out quite well for us. Yeah, no, that, that yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I I go to all in that game anyway. Um, we're probably going to be talking about Leicester again, aren't we? When we talk about other teams, but um, yeah, the next game on my little calendar is Wolves Man United. Uh... Now. We've recently seen the news today, I don't know if anyone's seen it, that Nuno will be leaving at the end of the summer. What is your just quick reaction on that, Mark? I think it was actually right. I think he's he's done well for the club. He, I mean, I think he's been there four years. He's gotten promoted, which was the first sort of ambition. Um, and then he, he kept them up. 
and he not just he didn't just keep them up. He actually broke a record. In, he, yeah, he broke a record in, in securing the most points from a promoted side ever. I think he got fifty-seven, and he and he got them. Which is about say, by the Mighty Whites. <laughs> yeah, which is unbelievable. I mean, I think he got um, he got seventh place, as I say, which is European football or Europa League football. It wouldn't be now, but back then it was. It was, and I think he went to the quarterfinals and lost to Sevilla narrowly. Um, yeah, he also yeah took him into Europe for the first time in fifty years. Anything he got, yeah. him, got him to the FA Cup semi-final as well would be lost to Watford. So yeah, like I say, four years. I think he's he's done enough to sort of warrant. I think I I don't want to speculate because I know we we shouldn't do that. But um, personally, I do, I do think he actually got sacked. I think. Is it one of them where we will sack you if you don't leave? I, I don't know. It's just you know when they come out and say we've agreed by mutual consent. I, I think what happened is the owner sort of said, "I think it's well." It's the thing is with that is the fact that if if the owner wanted him to stay, they wouldn't have let him leave. Do you know what I mean? They'd just given him a new deal or whatever. Mm. That so they, or they'd have convinced him and put up his pay. So the fact that they just let him go suggests that they, either they're not that bothered about him staying if he was going to stay, or they did actually want him out. Yeah, I mean they could have kept all of him if they wanted to. Let's let's be honest. Like Klopp's not leaving this summer on mutual consent, is he? Like if he said I want to leave, they'd be like, no, we'll give you what you want. Yeah, I think it yeah. was right for Wolves as well. I think they've tried to change their style of play during the season to a four-two-three-one or four-two-three. Hasn't, hasn't, hasn't quite worked, has it? And I, I think that it was just time. Sometimes you just need a new voice in the, in the club. I, I would have backed Nuno to sort of um, stay on and get the players in he wanted, but. As well, I think it is the right decision. And look, if they get in a manager like Steven Gerrard, I do think they can go to the next level. And the next level would be to try and make themselves a, a season eight, season in, season out top ten club. Because I think they've fell out of that sort of bracket this season. I think they're, they're sat in sort of twelve, uh, yeah, twelve foot. Is it? Yeah, just behind Villa. In fact, seven points behind Aston Villa. They're sort of rivals, so they have dropped significantly because Villa sort of banning relegation last season, whereas. Wolves were battling for top four, so it just shows how poor the season's been for them. They have they have struggled. I think I think there's something with Lampard going on as well because Lampard turned down the Crystal Palace job. Did he know that the Wolves job was coming up? Is that right? He turned it down. He turned down the Palace job. He said it's too big. It's this. I don't mean a team that's going to be fighting relegation next season. And I think they will. Well, yeah, the thing with Palace was they, they had so many players out of contract. It was a big it's a job. Mess, Palace really is a. Yeah, it's, it's a, it, whoever takes that Palace job has got a busy, busy summer ahead. The, the, I, I think, think they do actually need in that situation. I don't say this often. I think they do need like a, a veteran of the game. Just no, I, I, agree. The shit. I, I agree. Yeah, I think even like a Chris Wilder. I know he's going to be um, probably not really picked for a Premier League job. I think he's linked with the West Brom job. Yeah, he's linked with the West but Brom. But I, I don't, I don't understand why Chris Wilder wouldn't wouldn't be in the running for a job like Palace. Yeah, maybe maybe it's the style of football. I don't know. Um, I mean, Chris Wilder's football wasn't terrible, was it? No, it's not. It's not. I mean, it's not amazing, but it's not. It's in not his final brilliant. season, it wasn't brilliant. But in his first season, I don't think anyone overlapping centre backs was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, they're they're a funny team of Wolves because they they have struggled massively this year, and it'd be nice to see uh, Jimenez back next year. I think, although he does have to now wear I don't even see he has to wear a head guard from now on. Yeah, that's quite sad. That is. Yeah, I thought that was quite sad. Like he's uh, sort of like affects your career, then, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the the technology that they use these days will uh will help him with that, but it just seems like um 
something. You know what I mean? It's annoying to have to put on a headband every game and win it. I, it's, I, I, also wonder, I also wonder if it's a situation where if there's a header where he knows he's going to get hurt, does he put his head anywhere near it anymore? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do, do you know what, Do you know what they always say? If you fall off a horse and like break your arm, the first thing you need to do is go straight back on the horse just so you don't lose your confidence completely. Mm. And I always wonder with footballers how they're going to recover from yeah. a big injury like that. Is he going to be able to just carry on playing as normal and start heading the ball in net? Because bear in mind, he was a good header of the ball before the injury. Is he yeah. just going to come in and back to heading it straight away? Or is he going yeah, to be like true. getting scared to do it and stuff? I wonder the same with Van Dijk as well, but I don't... It's, it's also quite worrying because I think we've seen a lot of... Well, not, we haven't seen a lot, but we've seen a few cases like Ryan Mason and um, you were name the other one, Hunt, I think. Uh, was it Hunt? No, Czech. Czech. Where they've, they've had to drastically change. I mean, Ryan Mason had to retire because of it. Um, Czech had to wear a head, uh, head guard for the rest of his career. Not You know, I, I do think there's a lot of doubts that come with it, but I think... With Jimenez, um, I, I can see him getting back on the horse, as you say, again. I don't, I don't think it'd be too much of an issue for him. Um, I don't know the severity of it. Obviously, it wasn't as bad as Ryan Mason's, but um, I think he's yeah he's 30 years of age now. I think the move to United or, or sort of a top six club sailed now, um, which is unfortunate for him if that's what he wanted to sort of achieve. Because at one point or another... Jimenez was one of the best strikers in the Premier well, League. There were a few years ago where I thought he should be going to a top six club now. Like he's wasting, he's wasting his time here now. Yeah. But yeah, uh, no. oh yeah, for this, um, I was trying to link it to the game. Then um, <laughs> we keep going off on tangents, don't we? We always do it. We always we do. Always do. <laughs> um, who's at home? Wolves United. Wolves, yeah. It's Wolves funny Wolves. actually because Man United, this, if they don't, if they avoid defeat, they'll go a whole year undefeated away from home. So I'm not gonna lie. In the league, in the league. Come on, Wolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm that on that one. Yeah, and especially since Harry Maguire is out injured, they looked like a horror show against Liverpool. They really did. And Fulham was even worse. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I forgot about Fulham. Yeah, um, I think Wolves will end it on a win. But you think, think... Are good... so? You think Man United are going to lose their way from on the last I game? I think Nuno is going to end it on a win. I think just, I they have got a good record against Man United Wolves actually because yeah. I remember they always used to be in the FA Cup, didn't they? It's always a tight one. It's always a tight one. I don't know. Yeah, it could it could be nil nil, but I don't know. I'll go with two one Wolves. I'll go with two one Wolves. Right, <coughs> moving on to the next game on my list. Um, Wait, West... on, what are you saying for that one? Oh yeah, that's a good point. It is the Premier League predictions, so I do need to give a prediction. You do. I think Man United will win. To be honest. Oh wow. Well. I'd go three one or something like that. I thought you were going to go on the, uh, the no bandwagon that I well you sort of suggested that they're going to lose their away record. I want them to because I I I'm almost sick of that stuff. Bear in mind there's been no fans there anyway, so it's not the same at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's absolutely. I don't want to see him breaking records in a climate when it's completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Man United, I think they'll win though. To be honest, I do think they'll win. Um. Because they, they need to start getting... Because they've had some bad results of late, haven't they? And they need to end up on a high as well. The Europa League finals coming up next oh, yeah. Tuesday, I believe, which is yeah, a next huge, Tuesday. huge game. So, um, yeah, I think they'll they'll prepare for that with a win, to be honest. Um, then the next game on my little sheet is West Ham-Southampton. Mm. They, they, West Ham have been a bit... They've just fallen off at the end, haven't they, really? Yeah, well, you say that, Classic they did actually is. beat West Brom, didn't they? Few days ago. They did, but the uh, 
They had some poor results prior. Yeah, to. they did. And and to be out of the top four race with with quite a few games to go was probably not what they wanted to to achieve. But on the whole, for West Ham, it's been a terrific season. I mean, at one point or another, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were probably one of the favourites to go down, or at least one of the favourites to sort of be in and around. I think when they lost that opener to Newcastle, I think it was 2-0. Did yeah. Castle both, I believe he did. Yeah, that, that's it, wasn't it? It was that game against Newcastle, and, and they thought they were in for a very long season. Um, so to, for David Moyes as well, I, I'm happy for him, because he, he sort of became a meme for a few years, didn't he? And, I remember um, he got Sunderland. He's got Sunderland relegated, didn't he? And yeah, he did. You waited. Yeah, he got... he such a fall from grace for David Moyes, wasn't it? Because he wasn't yeah. a bad manager at Evan. And oh, I fully enough, I think this is the best job he's had. Sort of, it's so similar, I think, to that Everton team he had. Like the way the way the team is. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fellaini and Suchek, he's got. Yeah, but that's what um, I mean. A strong centre forward in Antonio. No, you spot on. Uh, yeah. It's so going back to West Ham to get Euro, uh, European football and especially being the uh, Europa League and not the conference because at one point or another it looked like they weren't even going to finish in the top six a couple of days ago with Spurs dropping points that really did help them um, they sat on 62 points that is terrific um, I never thought I'd see West Ham sort of get back up to what they, you know when they were left the bowling was it the bowling ground yeah, um, Upton Park sorry Upton Park, Upton Park yeah, yeah. When they left that and went to the, the London Stadium, they, they the were best, so poor. This is the best season they've had since. Yeah. They, they were so poor at the London Stadium. I haven't I seen them have a good season. Yeah. He's spot on. So, fair play to David Moyes. He's certainly a nominee for the Manager of the Year. Definitely. Oh, 100 um, What was the game against West Ham Southampton? <laughs> Southampton, they've had a bit of a falling grace. I just think they've burnt out, aren't they, really, Southampton? They play... The way they play... Well, they play quite a high-energy system... Do well, us. they're another team, just a bit like Leicester, that um, they have had a lot of injuries, except their squad's been a lot thinner than Leicester, so they haven't they haven't managed to cope with that at all. Um, I think that a lot of the uh, academy players have stepped up this season in, in um, well, just to try and plaster up the, the holes that have been missing. Nathan Teller, he, he's looking like he's a decent player. Yeah, he's not ready, though. He's he, He's got to get his finishing touch right. I think... Um, there's a few like that. Smallbone looked quite good when he came. I think his name's Smallbone, but I think he got an ACL. Yeah, They've just been unlucky. They really have. That Southampton start at 11 shouldn't be finishing. You know, if that was fit all season, which of course it isn't, but if if it was, then they wouldn't be finishing 14th. They were looking really strong in the early. Yeah, part they were. What do you think about Hasenhutl? Because we were just on about the Spurs job, weren't we? I think mm. he'd be someone that I'd look at. I'd, I think he'd be one of the top runners for me. If I were Daniel Levy, I'd be looking at Hasenhutl. Um, Gerard, th- those sort of two names I'd be looking at. The thing with Hasenhutl is you don't you, you don't know. Um, I don't I don't know if he's actually done it at a big club. Was he at Leipzig? Yeah, he managed Leipzig. Yeah. Okay, so he has got that sort of experience. I'm not sure if he played in the Champions League or managed in the Champions League, but um, yeah, it's often a question with these managers: can they step up and do it at the big club? But I I do think he could. Um, he I looks think, he looks to me like the new Pochettino, like. The way he's got a good style of play, yeah. I think I don't know. I can't understand why he's not getting looked at, and I feel I feel like he would be if he hadn't had like if his team hadn't have had injuries and they still be where they were. It's those two nil nine. It's those two nine nils, you know. I think that was damaging. Yeah, sorry for anyone. I'm tackling a cold quite severely, and there's no point me just continuing to mute the mic. So I guess. <laughs> You know, 
Thought we make blow my nose. Just not ideal. It's it's not as bad though as me as my nose. Like it's so sore, it's unbelievable. Because we've run out of actual tissue, so I'm using toilet. You've been up working all night, haven't you? Doing your assignments like recently. So it's been it's been, it's been a hard few days, but it's nice to be uh, finished and back on the podcast doing the Premier League predictions. Anyway, yeah. speaking of predictions, what are your predictions for West Ham Southampton then? Uh, I can see a West Ham win. Um, I'm surprised. I, think, I think they're going to end it on a high. I think it, it'll be two-one fair. I think it could even be three-one. I won't write off a West Ham thumping, but I'm going to say two-one. I'd go. I'd go two-nil. I think West Ham. I think they'll, they'll they will come out victorious. And then the next game. Now this is I with the, one of the worst fixtures of the weekend. Sheffield United versus Burnley. So we won't talk about this too much, but are Burnley just going to win? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they've surpassed the 40-point mark, which they've done um, for quite a number of seasons now, I think since they've come up, actually. Um, yeah. Sean Dyke, we, we can speak about Sean Dyke all day, can't, well, we can't, because well, he's, he's quite boring, but... He gets um yeah he gets terribly boring doing that but he get Accrington to forty points in the Premier League, wouldn't he? Oh, he's what he's done for Burnley is unbelievable. I look at that team and it's just so Championship. There's not any quality in the team other than Dwight McNeil, which it sounds harsh, but it's beyond the honest truth. I, I generally think any of the manager at Burnley gets relegated because there isn't actually the quality in the team. Chris Wood granted is a good goal scorer. Dwight McNeil has got quality, but the rest of the team is. Yeah, Tarkowski's a good centre-back, but and I suppose Pope's a good goalkeeper. So I've just listed four or five there that are actually... Yeah, you've, decent, you've, but... you've said something and then just gone, <laughs> actually, I'm talking crap. This is what they're saying. <laughs> Maybe I was a bit harsh with the initial statement, but you sort of get what I'm saying. No, you, they, they are a team... He have not bought any world-class players, are they? That's what we're trying no, to say. No. Every single player in their team has, has just come through... Like, Pope wasn't the keeper we know until Daesh made him the keeper we know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't even know what their record signing is, but the amount, the you know, they've spent, I don't know, five million, it seems, this summer. I, I don't know the exact stat, but it doesn't seem like they've spent a lot net anyway. Well, I think they're in profits some, like, some occasions and stuff like that. But, yeah. They, and Burn Sheffield United, they've just sort of died, haven't they, now? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They, they should have done everything that they could to keep Wilder. Whatever it was that he wanted, just do it because he's going to get you straight. He wanted to leave. That's what he wanted. He wanted to leave. Yeah, he wanted. He oh yeah, he wanted to resign. Yeah. 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 But he wanted he a massive. Would, he could have got them back up. I really do believe he could have. Um, so I stuck with Heckenbottom, and are they going to keep him on board in the championship? I don't know. I don't he's think so. He was a failed manager, which is quite quite funny to be honest. But you know. Yeah. Um, so, what am I saying for that one? Sheffield United, Burnley. Uh, 1-0 Burnley. 2-0 Burnley. I think I went 2-0. Um, the next game is another one out of that same sort of bracket. Fulham versus Newcastle. Now, this this game about seven, eight weeks ago, when you thought Fulham were the best team in the league, would have been an absolute cracker. If this was a game that decided who stayed up, it would have been brilliant. However, that's not the case. Instead, Fulham um, are well down, aren't they, realistically? They've sort of just yeah. won for issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, from where they were 
probably a month ago. I think they were actually out of the bottom three or at least level on points. They were about to become, yeah, they looked like they were becoming, about to become out of the top. Yeah. The performance levels were there. The performance <laughs> levels were there. They just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And that was the, the issue. They conceded so, too many silly goals as well. Yeah. Mistakes. Did you see that moment where <laughs> Kerry Neville said on Sky, oh, yeah, they, they conceded too many goals from set pieces? Yeah. And they conceded the least in the division. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, no, so he didn't get it wrong because he never, he's usually so spot on with everything. Yeah, he says, he's a terrific pundit, to be fair, Gary. No. We'll let him off for that. that one, was but it, it was quite amusing. Yeah. Well, Jamie just thought it was hilarious, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for that one, I, I, I think I'm going to go with a 2 2. I think it quite, could be quite. 2 2. Yeah, I think, I think it's more nil-nil, to be honest. Yeah, I, think, I think there's goals in that one. Well, there you are. I, don't I mean, think... not that anyone's going to be t- t- you know, paying any attention to that game, but if you are a neutral... I don't yeah. think Newcastle or Fulham fans are that bad, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, they probably don't, to be honest. Um, anyway, the next game is my team. So even though this is a dead fixture to a majority of other people, to me, this is the best game of the weekend. <laughs> Leeds versus West Brom. Now, we've had Leeds have had news this morning that Pablo and Berardi are leaving. And for anyone that doesn't know, obviously a lot of people know who Pablo Hernandez is, um, one of the key figureheads in, in bringing us up. But Berardi is quite a cult hero at Leeds as well, so it's quite sad seeing them two leave, even though it probably is time. Like Everyone expects it was going to happen, but when the news comes eventually, just it is a bit sad. Um, having said that, going on to the actual game, I do think... Berardi might start. I don't think he starts Pablo, if I'm being honest. Um, what, what, from a non, from a neutral, what do you think's happening in that game? Are Leeds just going to win? Do you think? Leeds are at Ellen Road, yeah. Yeah. Uh, against the relegated West Brom, they they've got to be winning that, haven't they? And especially considering the fact that um, I don't think they can. Can they even go above Arsenal now? Um. Actually, yes. Yeah. I see yeah, yeah. We can go above that. Yeah, it's unlikely. Um, yeah, I, th- I think you probably finished tenth. Um, I think you'll end it on a win. I think you'll end it on a win. I'm going to go with two one. I think I think we'll we will win that game because we're, we're on we're the highest with the over the last ten games we've got the most form that well, we've picked up the most points of anyone in the league, which just for anyone that says Bielsa burnout, it has made him look a right mug. If we're being <laughs> honest, we've won our last three as well. So yeah. Four in a row. And I do think, actually, I heard you mention this a few weeks ago, form at the end of the season, it does mean something going into the new season, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think it is important that we do get the win. It's not just that, you get a bit more money as well, finish a bit further up the league. So. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, I, we're, we're not, we don't have, we've got wealthy owners, but not sort of on the likes of other teams. And you've confirmed a top 10 finish with the, that win at the other, the other day, haven't you, as well? Precisely, yeah. Which is really impressive. First season back then, what would you what do you think of leagues in general? <clears throat> I think they've adjusted brilliantly. I think at the start of the season, um, I don't know. I'm going off my head here because I could be completely wrong. But I think by December, I wouldn't have said you'd be sort of thinking you'd, you'd finish in the top ten. I don't know where you were in the league, but I'd, I'd, I think I'd, we were just yeah. consecutively goals. To be honest, like yeah, we were yeah. scoring for fun, which we've continued to do really. But yeah. So I think the way he sort of shifted that slight, I don't know what he'd done. Um, it's, it's, one, of them, one of it is Lorente, because I saw a stat um, yeah, the other day. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, so Leeds without Diego Lorente this season. 
Um, played 24, goals conceded 42. Since he's come into the team, played 13, goals conceded 10, clean sheet 6. Mm. I mean, that is drastically different. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. That's, that's probably a big reason why. He's definitely tweaked the, the system. Slightly. He has, yeah. So you're a lot more compact now, um, which I think you needed to be. Sort of sustain the top. We still we still find a way of getting the balance, so it's not like we're sat, we're not. Yeah, yeah. But you're not. It's just a bit smarter in it. Your stats these days, you're not dominating the ball anymore, which is obviously nothing wrong with that. I think that's just that's what we. I think we we still get more possession than the team we play. I think you you normally just edge it, don't you? Whereas before it'd be domination, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, before, but like get they had the Burnley result where we had with a lot of ball and magic. Yeah. Well, so only fifty-two percent. Yeah. So what we what we are really good at, which is quite an under, we lead you expect us to have a lot of the ball, take a while to break teams down, but eventually just break them down. We are amazing on the counter attack. Absolutely superb on the counter attack. Which we've said. We if, if you're a Leeds fan, you know that we've always been good on the counter. But in recent weeks, especially, you've seen how good are we are at counter attacking. As soon as yeah. we go one nil up. We are, and teams come on to us, and we have to then play an open game against them. On the counter, we are lightning. Because the thing is, we can, we're can we so fit as a team that we can go to the final whistle. Like, the start, we scored again with Southampton really late on. And we had about mm. five men in the box. Yeah, right, yeah. last minute. When they had, like, two defenders. Mm. So you basically just can't not score. Like, we kept mm. shooting, and they kept saving it. And it was like, we're well, just going to keep coming back to us because we've got more players there. Yeah. Which eventually nah. was in the goal. But, um... Yeah, I think he's he's got to take a lot of credit to be able to fulfil what he's doing because I think a lot of people would have been well, you you yourself you would have been very happy with 17th place, wouldn't you? So to exceed that, that season, yeah. exactly, yeah. So to ex- exceed that expectation, um, you've done a terrific job. But I think the question now is, you need to sustain that. Can you get another top ten finish back back and you build on it? Well, Leeds fans are saying Europe next season now. Yeah, because I think that's the, probably a bit premature. Well, but it's the form recently we've been in. Like, if we'd have yeah. if we have got this form two, three weeks before or a month before, we would be in the top. We'd be in the top four race, arguably. Like, with that, that's how good we've been. Yeah, yeah. But we it's obviously over the course of a season, though, isn't it? And yeah, I'm, I'm still yeah. not sure. I think you're. I think you're a couple of seasons off yet. Um, and, and even then, it would still be a very difficult ask. I think if you can get another top 10 finish next season, that'll be brilliant progress as well. Um, I think what you want now, 56 points. So, if, say if you end the season with a win, you'll be on 59. If you can then get, um, six, even just getting 60, that'd be a brilliant season. Just keep bettering your points. Though. So, that's how you got to look at it. Don't think about what position. If you better your points, though, so then it's, it's a terrific season. You're improving year on, year out. So, keep Rafinha is what I'd say. Build on your squad, and there's no reason why Leeds can't push, start to push up the league and aim for European football. Yeah, I think with with the Rafinha situation, it does seem to. I, I don't want to jinx anything, but it does seem to have gone quite quiet recently. Like Man United are more interested in people like Sancho, um, Liverpool seem to be more interested in Sancho as well. So mm. hopefully they stay away because he's he would he is massive that we we keep hold of him. Um, yeah. I think he's by far our best player. I do think next season, I don't want to go on too much next season because we're on about this game, but Rodrigo, I think, has been a lot better recently. So Yeah. No, he, he looked really good against... Um, uh, it was it against, He scored two lovely goals. Who was that against? Burnley. Burnley, yeah. 
two brilliant goals. And if that's sort of a glimpse of what he can produce next season on a more regular basis, then the link-up he can have with, with sort of Rafinha and... Um, there, there are two most gifted players, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they are, there are two best players, really. Yeah, yeah. Like Bamford's obviously scored so many goals, I think he's on like 16 or 17 now, which is absolutely amazing. But they're, he's not he's not their level. Like they're them two are on a different trajectory. Like the goal even against Southampton comes from like a wonderful dink over the top from Rodrigo. And then obviously yeah. Bamford's away. But um no, that'd be interesting next season. Anyway, going back to this game, I reckon we'll win I think we'll win two 0 to be honest. Two 0 yeah. Yeah, the next one is Arsenal Brighton. Arsenal are doing Arsenal, well recently. They're on a bit of a run. Well, that fixture has a little bit of history, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Which you'd never thought you'd say, but just with all the stuff that happened last season and Neil. the Morpé, yeah. Gwen Doozy's not at the club, obviously, at the minute. He's on loan, but... Uh, no, I think Arsenal win that. I think if they if they win that as well, I think they'll actually climb to seventh because I think Tottenham will drop points to us. And who um, have Everton got, sorry? Everton have got Man City away. There you go. Yeah, so there's incentive there. Whether they want European uh, football, you know, it's, it's the Conference League, isn't it? But I, I, what I do you get in the Conference? You get you get Europa League, I think. Yeah, so that's not what they want either. No. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm gonna go. Is it at the Emirates? It is, isn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna go three-one Arsenal. I think Arsenal are gonna win. I'd say, I think they might win easy, actually. I think I'd go 3-0 Arsenal. Um, then, now a bit more interesting game. Villa-Chelsea. Now, there is, I think you said, didn't you, before the podcast, that if there's a team that are going to slip up to allow Leicester in, it's probably going to be this game. Yeah, I'd agree. I think the sort of scenario of fans at Villa Park, possibly Grealish's last game, might not be. Just I didn't see much rumours though with him, but you never know because things can happen so quick. It's not and just it, that, but there's the Euros in the summer, and if he gets in that squad and lights it up, it'll be if, people. If he has a good tournament, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think there's a lot riding on it for. Um, well, obviously there's a lot riding on it for Chelsea, but I think the the pressure's on them, as with all the or as with all the three teams. But um, Liverpool and Leicester are both at home. You know what I mean? So going away to Villa Park. Um, and the, the I think their their home crown is their home crown's brilliant. They've always sort of produced a good atmosphere, which is what Burnley didn't do against Liverpool, which I was disappointed at. The fans were non-existent in that game, so I'm hoping the Villa fans really do get behind the team and finish the season well. And um, Grealish and Watkins, the dangerous trial is dangerous. Um, obviously Chelsea, you'd, you'd say they're favourites to win that, of course. But if there is a team to slip up, it is going to be Chelsea. And for that reason, I think Villa could win. I actually was going well, to say a draw. No, yeah, I was going to say a draw. I, I was going to say a draw because that's what I've thought all weekend. But I, I generally think Villa could win that. So I'm going to say a 2 1 Villa win. Which would see you sneak into the top four. Yeah. Opposites of last season where you sneak, snuck out. Yeah. Um, I'd go. I think Chelsea will win to us. I just think they'll have enough. I think it'll be a, another cagey affair, though. It's going to be one of them, isn't it, Scott? It, I can also see it being one of them where it's um, it might be slow burn. It might be like nil nil in the 60th minute, and well, Leicester fans are going. That, actually, I was just thinking before you started talking. Then 
the first goal in that game is massive, isn't it? Oh, huge. If, if huge. Chelsea get the first goal, I think it's done. Chelsea don't concede many, but they also don't score loads. If Villa score the first, I'd be thinking, are Chelsea actually going to score two here? Like, realistically. Yeah, it, it, it could be one of them situations. It not Obviously, the magnitude of the Aguero goal was way bigger, but I'm not, I'm not going to compare it to that, but I'm just saying it could be a situation where Chelsea, it's, it's nil-nil with 10 minutes to go. Um, Leicester, it's nil-nil possibly. And Leicester go and get a late goal to sneak in the Champions League and, and Chelsea draw or something. I generally think any scenario like that could happen. So, I, But I've gone with 2-1. I think Villa will win. But I don't the, thing is with, the thing is with Chelsea as well, they've got a torrid record when they go behind. Like they've got they've got a really bad record. I mean they they lost to Leicester one nil, they've lost to Arsenal one nil, they've lost to who else have they lost to recently? That when they've gone one nil down. Just the West Brom, I think the one was, wasn't it? West Brom, another one. Um they had the one um Southampton they only they only got a point out of. Brighton as well, wasn't it? Yeah. So um yeah, the, it, it, the first goal in that game is just humongous, really, for the top four. Yeah. I still think Chelsea are going to win, though, because I think they will get the first goal. I'd go 2-0 Chelsea, I think. 2-0. I mean, as a less fan, it'd be typical, because you, you wouldn't have forced... Um, you wouldn't have looked at this in, in, you know, a couple of weeks. And, and Because Man City played Chelsea. Chelsea went and beat Man City to spoil the party at the Etihad. Liverpool went away to Old Trafford and beat United. I mean, it's it's so unfortunate these other teams couldn't do as a favour, which you'd expect them to do, but this is how it's played out. Um, we didn't beat Newcastle. We didn't beat Southampton. They're the um, ones out there. Even if you lose to Spurs on Sunday, you shouldn't have been on this situation. You were so far ahead. You just All you had to do was pick up points against one of them two and you'd be in. Yeah, yeah. And you can't rely on other results. You've got to do it yourself. And having said that's that, what I mean. If you if you were to get top four still, you have crawled over the line, haven't you? Which is not the really way you want to get it. You want to get it because you well, are all three have in the end, haven't yeah, they? No, 100%. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Liverpool sort of a bit different, but they they just left it really late and then just went on the yeah. You know, well, they've won it four in a row, haven't they? Which is which you didn't you expect them to win at the weekend. Obviously, we'll get onto that. But um, yeah, Liverpool have they're the only ones. They've just come out of nowhere. Although I say come out of nowhere. Charlie, you still had an eye on... I remember you saying you celebrated Liverpool... Uh, lead scoring against Liverpool in the 87th minute with Lorente. Yeah. I've always... Yeah. I, I'm not stupid. You have an eye on these other results. I'm not, I don't think that for, like, Liverpool and, and um, Chelsea were ever out of it. I'm not, not silly. I did think Liverpool wouldn't make it. Um, and they still might not. They still might not. They've got Palace. And, uh, you know, it's not even a point separates Liverpool and Leicester. They're, they're level. Neck and neck, anything can happen. Um, you've got to match their result. You've got to do better than their result, aren't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Um. Then so next game, then Man City Everton. Um, Everton. I think they're going to get something in this game. You know, it's the sort of game Everton do quite well in. Yeah. We've seen them do. We've seen them. Admittedly, they lost. They've lost. I think both times they played Man City this season. So it's probably a bit wild for me, but. You've got to think Man City would have an eye on the Champions League final. You'd be you'd be daft to not think that, I think. Mm. Um, they won't play full strength, I don't think, what Man City. Um, and Everton, yeah, they, they have, they've picked up a point at Old Trafford. Um, won at Leicester. Um, so they, they, do, they do get results in these sort of games, Everton. 
mm. consistently. I mean, they won at uh, West Ham a few weeks ago as well. What do, what do you think in this game then? What do you think is going to happen? I think... Or is it just going to be given, a balanced turnover? Yeah, I, I think given... Um, it is, you know, Man City have already won the league. You usually see the champions. They don't, they don't normally have the same sort of punch to them. and They don't normally... Um, finish the season that strong if they've got it wrapped up we saw it in Liverpool seeing it a bit with Norwich in the Championship but I think I think the quality would just outweigh Everton and I think Man City will get it done so I'm going to say 2-0 Man City Yeah I think I'd go a bit different I think I'm, I'm going to this is the only one I think will be a bit different to what you think I'm going to go one all in that game mm. um, Then the final game of the, the weekend which is another huge one Liverpool versus Palace. What are we saying? Um, the way Liverpool have been playing, it hasn't been brilliant. They were they were quite good in the second half against Burnley. They were. They were good in the half against Burnley. The first yeah. half, I thought they probably deserved to be ahead just, but Burnley would look. As, I think you tweeted out saying Burnley looked dangerous every time they attack, which I agreed yeah. with. I did. I did also think that. Liverpool looked dangerous every attack, but yeah, with them was, two defenders, sort of game, wasn't it? with them two defenders though, they're always going to look a bit risky at the back. Like really, yeah. they, are, they are the worst. That is the worst centre back pairing in the league by miles. And like, it's also Roy Hodgson's last game, and Ben Teke's in good form. I think he's one of the most informed strikers in the league at, at the minute, according to uh, who scored. He's got one of the highest ratings in sort of the last six games. I think at, at the top was Nat Phillips, funny enough. <laughs> Which is quite funny, actually. Um, Would you agree with that, though, that Liverpool have the worst centre-back pairing in the league? Yeah, yeah. I well, I, I, I think they take the two Sheffield United lads over them, or the two West Brom lads. Generally. So, who, so who's it? West Brom? They've got Ajayi, which... No, 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 I think... Ajayi starts over Nat Phillips and Reese Williams, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I, I'm it, saying like, they are probably the worst in the, in the, in the league. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. And I, th- I think the, the, I think Liverpool's centre-back pairing is that bad. It's, a, I think, mid-table championship, arguably. Well, I think Reese Williams isn't even a championship player. No. And I'd say Nat Phillips is, is not a Premier League player. Maybe even... Have you been impressed, then, with, with Liverpool, considering what we've just said about, especially about the centre-backs? Because centre-back is a very important position. It's the Spanish team. Everyone talks about it. They've had, obviously, one of the best centre-halves in the world playing there. Uh, no, I haven't, to be fair. Because I think no, no. I mean West Brom, they weren't impressive at all. Um, very fortunate to win that game. They still dominated the game though. Like they had about seventy odd percent possession, about twenty shots. They had twenty five shots, seventy seven. But they weren't. It wasn't free flow. West Brom could have actually went two ahead. They had a very, very opp- uh, good opportunity to go two ahead. So I, w- I wouldn't call that impressive. The Burnley one was, I think. They were the Burnley second half. They were they were good, yeah, very very good. Um, I think the Uzi won. Man United, yeah, Man they were they were terrific against United. So I I was impressed with that. And um, <laughs> so you but the Southampton one where they won two 0 It wasn't it wasn't impressive, was it? It was it was done late on. It, and I think they could have easily lost that game. I think it was one nil um, in the 90th minute or something with Southampton sort of getting pushing for the equaliser. So they've got the job done. You can't what what is with that Liverpool? Yeah, that's that's the way of saying it. They've they've got the job done, haven't they? Yeah, like yeah. this season for them has been a disaster. But if they get top four, it, you can just press reset and start again next season. Like if they get top four, I think the challenge 
for the league next season again. Like I think they've got to, they've got to bring in they've got to get rid of Mane. I think Mane's got to go. I think it's the right time to get money on Mane. Just bring in someone else. I mean, sure. if they get Champions League, Sancho could be an option. But they have got to get Champions League, which is obviously not done yet by any means. So it will be a massive game for them against Palace. It'll be even it is a, really is a huge game, is that? For... Yeah. I think they'll and struggle, but I think they'll get it done. They've got... The thing is with Liverpool, I've, they know how to get the job done. They they, they just do. They, they've You've seen it over recent years. They've won the Champions League. They've won the Premier League. They just know what to do to win. I mean, they, they haven't lost. The last time they lost, Matt, was that one where they lost at home to Fulham 1-0, which feels like yeah. eight. So. Yeah. Since then, they've, they've beat Wolves, beat Arsenal, beat Villa. Two pretty poor results against Leeds and Newcastle with both one-all draws, but then beat Southampton, beat Man United, beat West Brom, beat Burnley. It is, it is impressive because they were, they were before, after that Fulham game, they were right back, weren't they? And I think no, everyone had written them off, basically. Besides mm-hmm. myself, I must say that. But, um, no, I think I think if they do get top four, I'm, I'm always a type to so just give the, the team credit. You know, I don't hold any grudges. They'll deserve it over Leicester and they'll deserve it over um, Chelsea, if Chelsea drop out and, you know, whatever scenario it is. But I, I do think the Palace game will be tough for them, but I think it, they'll get it done. I, I think I'll go with 1-0 and I think it could be like 0-0 with 20 minutes to go. I think it could be something like that. See, I, but, I think the contrary to that, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I think with the fans in, I think they're going to win 3 or 4 nil. if I'm being honest. I think they're going to absolutely have a thump um, Palace. Yeah. I think that what it is with Liverpool, the longer it goes on at nil nil, the worse it gets from. I think if they get a, an early goal in the first ten minutes, you might see a good Liverpool hiding that we haven't seen for a while. Do you know similar to the points, even like the Spurs performance at the start of the year where they um, went there and I think they won at home two one, but they were really good, weren't they that day? Mm. I, I just think there's a there's a few different like, there's a few different like permutations as well going into this game because obviously the Palace got humiliated last time. I think they lost seven nil. Seven nil. I know. I know. As a neutral, it's very easy to forget that. But Palace went to figure out that they they want to get revenge. They want to they want to make sure they avenge that seven nil defeat. They will. They are they good enough to be able to stop this Liverpool team? I mean, I think they are. This Liverpool team isn't over the course of thirty eight games. They haven't been the the Liverpool that we know them to be. But over the last four games, they've certainly shown. They haven't lost in like what. Two and a bit months, about two months though now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think it'd be tough though. I really do. Palace come off with a bad result against Arsenal as well. I, I think, yeah, I think Liverpool with the fans in. I think it'd be similar. Do you know that Wolves game in the year where they pumped them about four nil? Mm. I think you're looking at that sort of a, a result, to be honest. I do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, to wrap up the week, to wrap up the Premier League predictions. I think that Liverpool win three 0 against Palace at the weekend. Okay, okay. And what, what you do say, you think with the um, what are you saying, Scott? Are you saying one 0 then for that? I'll say one 0 yeah, one 0 Liverpool. You seem to have another question before. Oh yeah, uh, what are you saying with the um, Golden Boot, Salah or Kane? Salah probably. Neck and neck on twenty-two. At the I, I I would predict he's going to score at the weekend, Salah. To be honest, and I'm not. Sh- well, I, I did say Kim going to score. So. Yeah, you did say Kim scored. Yeah. I don't know. It's a. I, it could go either way. That couldn't. It? I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Mm. If if I was before we do go, I'm going to ask you who is going to be your top four. 
Um, well, I mean, based off predictions, I think I've gone with uh, Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea. Leicester, yeah, yeah. It's funny you said that because you've been very anti—not anti-Liverpool, but you've been very dismissive, I guess, of Liverpool. Like you've just, yeah. Whereas with Chelsea, you, you seem that you've thought they were going to come back into it. Whereas, yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, never... no, it's just the, the Chelsea game's a lot tougher for them, isn't it? The Villa game. Whereas Miles, Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool at home against Palace, they they should really win that. If they don't win that and don't get top four, they don't deserve it. Like that, they have. Oh, to. absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and that is the only thing really to play for now, isn't it? Yeah, no, but I think also with with Chelsea as well, they're not they're not a side that can put teams to the sword. At least under Sushil, I haven't really seen it. So there's always a chance that they can equalise. The situations where they haven't actually put teams to sod, but they should have put teams. Like Real Madrid, I remember when they played them at home. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They yeah. won, did they win 2 0 that day or 1 0? With 2 1 at 2 0. 2 0, was it? Yeah. It was right then. But that game, they should have won about 4 or 5, shouldn't they? Mm, that's true. It's just team event. <laughs> he can't finish, can he? Bless him. He's, he's got, I feel he's so bad for him. He's one of the worst against, in the league. <laughs> against you, lot, he had two goals offside. Yeah. Well, one on ball, one offside. Yeah, he seems exactly. to get that every week though. He seems to score more offside goals and more handball goals than any other exactly. player in the league. So there's all like there's always that question with Chelsea: can they actually score the goals to win? Given team of earners up front. Say say they get Kane in the summer, are they then challenging for top for? Uh, they, they get, they're not going to get Kane in the summer, though, are they? Yeah, but say if they bring in that level of striker. Uh, if they brought in. A, a, a Lewandowski or a Kane. Or a Haaland. Or a Haaland, then, then certainly they'd be title contenders, yeah. But I think it'd be very difficult to bring in someone of that calibre. They have got the cash done. In, you know how much will spend. Yeah, but you know that Kane's probably not going to go to Chelsea. You no, know that, that Lewandowski won't move. Haaland probably will either stay at Dortmund another year or possibly go to United. I think the way that the Dortmund CEO is, he, when he says something, he usually sticks to it. We saw it with Sancho, didn't he? Well, what it is with him, I've done not a bit of research, but I know a bit about it. Basically, what they do is they say, we want this price for this player. If you don't give us it, we don't sell it. We don't negotiate. You pay what yeah. we otherwise you don't get the player. Yeah. So like, I think Bellingham, they've said £120 million. Um, Sancho's now £100 million, I think they've said. Or £100 million euros, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um Haaland, I think they do want £150, I think. Yeah. But anyway, like that. yeah, that's Darwin's policy. They they set the price. You either pay, like the shop, they set the price. You don't go and ask a sh- the guy behind Tiller, uh, Morrison's, if you can get these bag of crisps for five pence cheaper. Like, it doesn't happen, does it? Yeah. <laughs> that's a bit of a that's, that's, that's interesting, though, that they do that because there's, there's so much negotiating that goes on in the transfer market. So, yeah. I think but, that's uh, very similar to that as well. Yeah, no, I do I do think that's true. Um, but yeah, this has been the final episode of the year of the Premier League predictions. I do con- hope to continue it next year. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, thanks for going on, Mark. Yeah, as always, thanks for having me on, Scott. Best of luck on Sunday. See if you see him get on the line. I hope so. And we will catch you on the next next one. Bye for now.